Hey guys, this is D. Williams again with This Comics Life, and on this episode, it's going to be part two of Anthony Mojica with also special guest Jose Juan Passos, a.k.a. JJ, a.k.a. Cool Guy, a.k.a. We're a little drunk in this episode, but definitely tune in. It's going to be a blast. It's also a bunch of us talking about comedy, talking about random stuff. Also, we're drunk. <laughs> so tune in, and also, if you guys are in the OC area on this Wednesday, coming up, September 14th. Definitely check me out at the Doll Hut. It's going to be the Red Gorilla Funhouse, hosted by Joshua Waldrop. It's going to be great. We're going to have a bunch of different comics. It's five bucks. It's going to be at 8 p.m. Definitely check it out if you want to come see me live. And also, tell a million people that you're going to come see the best comedian out there. All right. (laughs) But before I lie anymore, let's check this great episode out with my two guests, Anthony Mojica and Jose Juan Passos. All right. Let's check it out. This is a podcast. That's awesome. If you're just gonna use this later on, you know, so you can, you know, yeah, the, you know, pierce your nipples. Just for us. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I was gonna say. And, uh, you know, stroking your nipple while you're hearing yep. this. Yep. You know, That's with what your I do. with your Beats by Dre on and shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my, I can feel. The vibrations of him when he's talking, it makes the ear hair. Slow down, yeah, Anthony. It makes the ear hair, you know, just vibrate in a way. I know he means it. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. But I, I thank you very much for having me. Once again, if you're, if is this for uh, this Comics Life podcast? Yeah. I okay. think I might uh, try to wrap it all up with... Uh, the earlier stuff that uh, with JJ with JJ yes okay. yes he was very cool yeah yeah he he's been asking why he hasn't been on it yet he's like oh where's the one that I'm with and I and I I just it, it broke been, my heart yeah. though it broke my heart I couldn't keep telling him the different ways like oh I'm pretty sure he's just working on the treble yeah or you know or so you know he hasn't gotten it perfect he wants that yep. episode to I'm be a perfectionist perfect. JJ. exactly yeah no i'm just a lazy bitch yeah exactly <laughs> but he, he keeps hitting me up all the time like dude he's texted me 23 times yeah yeah like hey when is he is he gonna tag me did he do it did well he not in tag all me? honesty i i try to uh i'm kidding by the way jj i <laughs> nah, just fucking with you man no but uh he hasn't even mentioned it but i'm just saying because he's all like, oh, we're going to do this Comics Life Part 1. Yeah. Because obviously this is Part 2. Yeah, this is definitely Part 2. Yeah. Let me just interview Jose Juan then a, a, a little bit. Jose Juan, a.k.a. JJ, a.k.a. Guy I Just Met. What up, what up? 
How long have you been doing stand-up? Oh, it's embarrassing, man, because it's like seven years. Oh, what? <laughs> so the, the amount of progress does not reflect the amount of years, but that's how long I've been doing it. Okay, so let me ask uh, you what I asked uh, Anthony. Do you remember your first joke or a joke that you said on your first set or when you first started? Not saying you do okay. still do it, but what was like one of your first premises? I had a, like a little one-liner. It was a, like a story one-liner about uh, being in the bus and having a baby look at me funny and having a, like a face-off with him, like making funny faces until I made him cry. And like, I was, like, I, I somehow set it up for the baby to look racist in the situation. Like that was the punchline I not. So the baby was racist. Yeah, that, that was that, a, that, that was, was a big brand. reveal. Yeah, <laughs> a, a racist the baby. A racist baby. And I was, I felt like George Carlin. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm breaking ground here. Yeah, this nobody's ever talked about a racist baby before. <laughs> I am touching new ground. <laughs> Believe me, there's probably a thousand comics that have, like, yeah, I got a racist baby joke. Don't worry about it. Like, I got it covered. Exactly. We, did we introduce? No. No, we did not introduce it. Jesus Christ, you did that to me the same time. You're the professional. And I know. you, yeah. Hey, we're a few beers in. All right. All right. So, Jose Juan Pasos, also hey, known God. as JJ, when he's coming up in his new, uh, in your new, uh, when you audition now, you call yourself JJ, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, look, whatever when you're in couch... front of uh, white uh, yeah, agents, exactly. you call yourself JJ, right? <laughs> JJ McPherson. Yeah, exactly. I use that name one time in Fake Taxi, <laughs> and it haunts me ever since. It's the same thing. Like, I used D. Williams one time, and then I used Daryl Williams, and now it's like, you know, what do I do? What do I use? Yeah, am I going to wear my... Am I going to go Arsenio woo 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 Because it's D. Williams, the urban fucking comic from That's Compton? That's the thing. Like, or the, is it going to be Daryl Williams, the fucking... Uh, the police chief who retired and is now telling jokes for a living? You know, something the like that. The weird thing you know? is, is that I thought that D. Williams would take me away from being as black. But now... People went, no, D. Williams sounds more black, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, he does. Like, yeah. Why'd you go from Daryl to D? Yeah, because black people are the only ones confident enough to go just by D. Williams, bro. Mm. I have never had the confidence well, to go up there also, and say my name is A. Mojica. No, it's Anthony. Who, you know, it's just like one of the, you have to have confidence. To be I think it's, that's why I'm pulling from my black side to do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I think know. it's also like, because there's a guy named Billy D. Williams and he's black. Yeah. He's blacker than oh, black. Oh, he's blacker than black. Yeah, he's, he's like... Cold 45, yeah, black cold. son. Yeah, that's... There are two rules to remember if you want to have a good time. Rule number one, never run out of cold 45. Rule number two, never forget rule number one. The only way you could get more blacker than that is Old English fucking... Yeah. He's Samuel L. Jackson in the dark room exactly. at night. Yeah. yeah. He was Samuel L. Jackson before Samuel L. Jackson. He was Samuel L. Jackson in Coming to America, Samuel L. Jackson, which he was just... If you see him in that one, yeah, dude. He, he looks yep. like he's seen some things. And, <laughs> totally. Yeah, and done some stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, black people are awesome. Dude, I... I grew up that way. I remember my cousin telling me that when I was about nine, that uh, I told him I wish I was black. That was about the time where you would go to school and you would wear an Africa medallion 
around. I don't know if you remember that kind of shit. I had a black face. I totally had a black yeah, face. Dude, like, I rocked yeah. Echo Unlimited. <laughs> exactly. Fucking Fubu. Tied my rubber bands around like in the ankles of my oh, pants. I, I was so cool that I had one pant leg rolled oh, up. Shit, and then you the other one was like that. Did you yeah. have cornrows? Yeah, some cornrows. Yeah, <laughs> I did that one. Whenever you went to College oh, Fest or whenever you went to TJ for fucking spring break or whatever the fuck, you would come back with fucking uh, braids, bro. Straight yeah. up, yeah. I look like Don Omar's retarded cousin with cornrows. Oh, he was, right? yeah. Don Omar looked like a reggaeton superstar. I should, right? Don Omar. Yeah, D. Williams is looking at us like, you don't know who the fuck I think that that Tego Calderon is and shit? I know this shit. And he's all like, fucking do it. Like, Daddy Yankee was my jam, son. Daddy like, Yankee. Yeah, exactly. Shit. I'm like, damn, D. You Puerto Rican. <laughs> Uh, nah, but I have uncles that if you see them, like, you totally think they're, like, fully African-American. And they are African-American, technically, right. but, you know, you think that they wouldn't speak a word of English. Like, <laughs> but they look like they live right here in Compton, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and those are the only type of people that can get away with calling you papi in a non-gay way. Right? Yeah. Right? A black right. Latino. Papi. Like, hey, papi. Papi, vení acá. And I'm just like... That's the only one that can get away with saying it in a non-gay way. Anyone else who says it is a complete homo, bro. Like, straight yeah. out. Like, if he were to say to me, hey, papi, give me something, I'd be like, first of all, don't ever call me that shit in your fucking <laughs> life. And then you know what bugs me? No, they say, papi, when, when, when guys use it up, tu sabes. Tu sabes. Like, too much, yeah. but then, like, after every time, like, ah. Well, tu sabes is like, you know. But, but if a chick says, I, papi... It's all oh, good. Oh, that's, that's Henny, great. Henny, that's oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even some some female-looking dudes can get away with saying, hi, Poppy, and it'd be yeah. okay. He's just like, like, all right, yeah. yeah. Okay, he's a tranny, but he has a nice it's ass. It's so. tranny, yeah. bro. Do you, like, find yourself, like, running into that where, like, oh, this premise is probably already taken? I find myself with that, like, you know, when you're talking about, like, oh, I just got married or, oh, I just had a kid. Or fill in the blank. Like, there's certain premises that it's like, man, 10,000 people have talked about, like, having a kid before. What new premise is out there? Yeah, that that's a lot of uh, writer's block, block comes from that fear of, you know, not having anything uh, in the, unique to say about a, a subject. But I think it's not, it's not what you talk about, because, like, there, there's only a limit of subject that you can talk about. It's just a matter of where you take it and... You know, your, your 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 character inflictions that you put in your act, I guess, makes you unique, not not what you talk about. I'm trying to do that. Like, I have one voice that I do, but I just don't have anything around it. Like, I don't have any meat around it, but I have a voice that I can do, and it's Marvin the Martian. Oh, shit, that's a... Where it's like, hey, guys, isn't that lovely? I want to take over Mars. And... Like, it kind of works, but, like, if you don't have something to talk about or, like, to roll around, like, people are like, yeah, that's all right. Who cares? Like, you don't, you just do a voice. Like, what's funny about it? See, and that would go over my head already because I grew up in Guatemala, so all the names, all the voices were in Spanish, so I wouldn't recognize that voice. <laughs> so I'll be, I'll be in the audience like, yeah. Who the yeah. fuck is that? I mean, I'll be laughing just because I don't want to be the, the one that didn't get the joke. <laughs> we didn't get Warner Brother cartoons out there. It was all dubbed by one guy. Right? <laughs> it was just all one guy going like... <laughs> 
about you? Do you find yourself running into, uh, into uh, parallel thinking, I guess is what you would call it, right? Yeah, like, there's definitely those moments where I always think about that, where, like, I had a premise, one of my first premises that I did, and I thought it was, like, the first thing, that, and I genuinely thought, like, this on my own. And it was, like, I first thought that Instagram was a weed delivery app, just based off the name. Yeah. And, and that would yeah. work today. Yeah, think. exactly. But that's the thing. Every time I started saying that premise or going into the bit, people would go like, hey, man, that was great, but I already heard that. Oh. Like, somebody already said it. They wouldn't say who. They wouldn't say specifically where they heard it, but they just went like, I think I've heard it somewhere. That sounds too common. And maybe I was the first one. Maybe I wasn't. But for whatever reason... It's one of those groupthink things where it's like too many people thought of it, or it's too easy to think of. Anybody that's looking for to be a smartass about it, you know, has is gonna go there. <laughs> yep, yep. And we're all just smartasses, right? And you have to be a smartass, but it has to be original enough where you're like, oh man, that was quick. I didn't think of that though. Like, but as soon as people go like, oh yeah, I get it. Suddenly that's how quick it's... you get it off after the the app, you know, just comes out or whatever. Then you mm-hmm. can claim it or <laughs> right, right, right. But like right now, if you were to do it, like Instagram's been out for a while, you know, like you said, like been there is that so timestamp. I've run into that so many times too, where I've had killer bits about certain movies or certain like you know songs, and then suddenly like you know there comes a point where you're like, dude, you can't talk about happy. That song came out four years ago, like. You can't talk about fucking, uh, you know, Jungle Book. That movie's on DVD. Like, <laughs> fuck that. Like, I don't care how funny it is. Like, there's a time life to it. Is it because you saw it last Sunday and you found something hilarious yeah. about it? Yeah. <laughs> do you, do like, you have the right to invade other people's life with it? That's the question. <laughs> but I've seen people sell it, like, their their anger about it. Like, something like, something that bugs them about the movie, for example. Like, they'll, they'll sell that... that anger, and they probably don't mean it, you know, they're probably just doing it for the act, but that, that makes it actually funnier, the fact that they're getting so worked up about it, even though it's a stupid, you know, movie from 20 years ago. But it has to be certain things from yes. that, like, it has to be Titanic, or it has to be, you know, Avatar, or whatever, it's like, but if you say, like, oh, remember that one episode in Charles in Charge, when uh, he didn't uh, get his way, so he made Skippy... Uh, go off to the the fair, and you're like, yeah, that's too abstract. Like, who gives a shit? Like, I don't care if that's funny. The the premise is too far. That, that's tricky though, because I've seen. Uh, are you familiar with Tom Segura? Yeah. Okay. Uh, have you seen him talk about the first forty eight? No. He he has this bit about he brings up the show of the first forty eight. I didn't know about the show before. Yeah. And so it's one of it's those references crime that you're show. dropping yeah. about. So you're dropping a reference that like, I already don't know the reference, so I'm sure that there's a lot of people that don't know the reference. And you're going to start, you're going to introduce them to, to, to that thing. If you can catch people up to speed yeah. in a one sentence or two seconds, sentence, ten seconds, yeah. you can, you know, like go, hey, remember that one funny episode in ALF? You know, remember ALF, the puppet that was an alien? Yeah. That's enough for people to go, oh, right, I get it. Yeah, but I get it. But if you have to, like, go... You remember Alf? He was this alien that came down from Malmac and blah, blah, blah. Like, people are already out. If you yeah. can say puppet, blah, 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 people are like, 
I get it. I get it. Economy of words. Well, we, we kind it's, of yeah. We if, kind of assume that people are not going to recognize what we're talking about, or at least know what we're talking about. Well, then we just go ahead and we just talk about it and explain it from the beginning. A lot of the jokes that people that comics say, we don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They're either describing their childhood or whatever the case may be. We weren't in their childhood, so we don't know. Yeah, I so would just talk think about, about that. it that way. Yeah, if you can make a joke out of it, you just have to explain it somewhat a little bit before you get into the joke in order to get to the punchline. But yeah, that's the same thing that I was trying to get to before, which was you have a joke or a good premise. You just have to start writing it in a joke form. You yeah. obviously There's have to explain. There's a difference between, like, uh, I told my funny, yeah. my funny story to my buddy versus this is on stage now. Exactly. Yeah. And unfortunately, when you're on stage, people, 99% of the time, don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You know, oh, unless you're talking about shit about Kardashians yeah, they, or they something They don't know like the that. backstory. Exactly. I, I ran into that, too, where, like, a lot of my early premises would be, like, how shitty my, like, you know, dad was. And people would be like, I don't know your dad. Oh. I don't know that he's that <laughs> shitty. Like. Yeah. I believe and your dad like, was oh, a great man. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. I gotta, like, bring in the backstory of why he's shitty, like, before I talk about how shitty he was. Before you he's said like, that, I believed your father was a great man. I believe he, he, you know, he built this country on this, you know, on his own back. <laughs> on, the, so, yeah, on the strength of his own back, bro. So I get that your father is a great man, but now he you're telling me he's not? Yeah, true humanitarian. Okay, so right yeah. now you're telling me he's not, which blows my mind, bro, because I would never have guessed that in the... Yeah, because I'm white. I, yeah. get, I get it. Exactly. <laughs> and your name is Black. So we already know that D. Yeah. Williams things. Yeah. My dad already told me that, uh, yeah, our family owned slaves at one point. Nice. My family was slaves at one point. So we probably <laughs> have some, some sweet, but. So yeah, we have a common. lot in common. Yeah. That's awesome. Can we rewind all this and just erase all that racist <laughs> shit that's going to get you guys ostracized from the L.A. comics? This is true, though. Like, I don't I'm... think you, you're actually racist if you say racist things. I think you're racist only if you do racist <laughs> things. So you're not racist if you think them. You just have to act them right. out. Which because is the same point we're that we're not like earlier. psychopaths if we thought to ourselves, like, oh, man, how sweet would it be to, like, fuck that chick? Yeah, it would be sweet, but you don't act on it. You don't do it. You're not like raping chicks. You're not like you know doing those types of things. No, but if you were, but a, you're thinking those things. But if not, you were, a but regular, you're not thinking raping them. But you're thinking, you, oh, wouldn't it be sweet if to just have sex? But that with means them. you're really completely damaged because if you're a regular person, you can pick up on that chick by talking to her, by trying right. to be. But what if you're already in like a committed relationship, and so you love like your your woman that you're with, but then you just see some hot chick on the street. And then you just think for a moment, man, what would it be like to just have sex with that woman? Are you a psychopath now? No. No, because I'm going to go talk to her. If you go and rape that chick, you're a psychopath now. Yeah, if you rape her, well, why can't you just go up to her and say, you know what, girl, you're the hottest thing I've seen even Since then, I've been in she's this gonna be like, "Hey, thanks," yeah. and then the just odds walk of that away. Working, you know, no, it's very odds, slim. No, the odds, of, the odds of it go up. The better looking I you think are, that's your Salvadoran no, confidence. No, that but that it's that. Fuck any girl. But then again, but then again, if you get to a point where you're handsome enough to where a majority of the time you're able to pick up on chicks, I wasn't afforded that luxury. I'm not. I wasn't I've born a handsome other man. Guys pick up some, some with the confidence. But even then, like, just saying, "Hey, baby, you're hot." That doesn't get them in the bedroom. Like, well, I'm not saying you have like, to say hot, but there's an amalgamation of words that you can put together that will get any woman, no matter how hot they are. The you just have to know the what puzzle. What is that amalgamation? You just, you just have to know the puzzle, and that in there lies 
the answer or the question, whatever the but, case may be. Whoever but that's has the that exception key. to the rule for the norm guy is like, nah, he wouldn't be able to get that ass. Like, Ron Jeremy gets a lot of ass, and he's average uh, looking. I'm sure it's not about the money at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he probably actually pays them. It's all the personality. <laughs> the hedgehog, bro, the hedgehog is a good looking man, dude. I'm sure he no, has a lot yeah, of good uh, yeah. inspirational yeah, talks bro, with, me, yeah. with them. And yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. A lot of comics do that where they're first into it where, you know, they see other comics doing shows, they see other comics getting booked at different venues or whatever, yeah. and they go, why am I not doing that? Why am I not getting booked? And he'll go, did you call up the promoter? Yeah. Did you hit up the guy that books the show? Yeah. Do you, like, do any of the legwork? Like, people aren't going to just suddenly hit you up and go, Hey, you're really funny. Please be on my show. Well, it's it's going to be the other way around, where you're going to have to go up to that person that promotes the show and go, Hey, I'm really funny. Please put me on your show. That's true life. That's true life. But we already got to the point where a lot of people think they're bigger than what they truly are. And I'm 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 guilty of yeah, that. They'll too, like, yeah, they'll always just go. Oh, that no. guy got a show. I should have that show. Yeah, like why isn't that guy hitting me up? We've done that shit too. You can't tell me you haven't. I certainly have. To the point where I see somebody getting a bigger show, and I'm like, what the fuck? How come I'm not getting those shows? First of all, I'm not calling those promoters. Or I'm not messaging those promoters. And that's why you're not getting them. And that's why I'm not getting them because at the end of the day, I know that they're <laughs> going to be mostly bringers. Let's be honest, dude. If if those shows or a lot of the ones who are doing the big shows. They're fucking bringer shows. You gotta bring at the very least three, four, five, six. But are you saying if we have to do a shitload of bringer shows, I don't want to be a stand-up comic? Like to a point, but then I realize that's not that's not that's like not a it almost seems like yeah. it's like no matter how many shitty lo- hoops there are, that's how many shitty lo- hoops there are in order to be a stand-up. Like you have to jump through all those shitty hoops. So maybe I'm contradicting myself. Yeah, because. Earlier we said when you tell some people the truth, I just they don't w- take it. They I just wish I just wish I had like ten people that I could tell to come to a bringer's show. Yeah. You know? I have I could tell thirty people on Facebook right now and I'd get maybe one person to go, I'm maybe. interested. Yeah, maybe. Not even a not even a yeah, I'm yeah. there, bro. Yeah. It's like, yeah, maybe. But then again, are you putting your shit out there? Are you putting videos on you on your uh, yeah. on you? Are you? Yeah, I, I I see your podcast. Not videos of me because I haven't had people record me video, but I've had audio definitely. I've put out clips. I've made sketches. I definitely put myself out there in the podcast realm. Okay. But I will say I'm probably lacking on. Yeah, I probably should have people videotaping me so I could put it on YouTube and all those you know five minute sets of whatever and. I think that's how you play the game because I've definitely sent a lot of submissions that are just the audio and people have passed. Yeah. Guys that are booking shows, guys are like, eh, you know, they send a nice letter, but I know it's like, oh, it's because I didn't send a YouTube clip. Yeah. I sent a MP3 of my podcast. Ron Jeremy looks like he works in a, a strip mall in, uh, in Boston you know selling gold. Jumpsuit in a jumpsuit, jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah, he he looks like that. T- run, that's what John and Ron Jeremy looks like. And directs porn on the side and drives a Jetta, but it's like a '91 or an '86, one of those. And lives next to the Aqua Team. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, that guy. Exactly, <laughs> Carl. Yeah, Carl. exactly. So see, now you know we're getting what's awesome about celebrity is that like 
for you and I, every time when we meet Ron Jeremy, that's a story that we're going to remember for the rest of our lives. That's true. Like, I seriously, no joke, have met Ron Jeremy three times. I've shook his hand, I've looked him in his eye, and I went, you're Ron Jeremy. Wow, that's awesome. And he went, yep, I am. Yeah. And then we took a picture, he signed my autograph, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. But that's the thing, like, I think of, those are three times. If you ask Ron Jeremy, hey, how many times have you met Daryl Williams? He's like, who the fuck is Daryl Williams? I don't know who Daryl Williams Which seems Well, like he's just some it. random dude in, that I've met thousands of millions of dudes. Ah, uh-huh, that's what you wanted me to say, but D. Williams is my man. I love that guy. He got me to the point where I was. He actually told me to get a penis transplant when <laughs> I was 11 years old, so I know D. Williams. Daryl, woo-woo! I times we met. Yeah. <laughs> First time I said, I meant, hey, hey, Ron, you know... 10 inches is cool and all, but what about, like, 12 or 13? Yeah, exactly, like, yeah. D. Williams was the start of my <laughs> illustrious career. I can thank him not enough. I know who Daryl Williams is. Yeah, so that's, that's the way that he thinks of you. That's the cool thing about celebrity is that, like, for you, like, a moment that's going to remember in your life forever is just another day for him. But, like, there's going to be moments for him where he's like, oh, I met Denzel. Or, oh, I met Obama. Oh, and Obama's... <laughs> yeah. He won't forget that. <laughs> He's not going to forget those days. But then Obama's going to be like, yeah, I, I think I met Ron Jeremy once. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, I meet a lot of people. <laughs> but shouldn't that motivate you to want to become one of those people? Yeah. That people are going to go ahead that's and say, thing. you know what, I met D. I, I don't think D. that's D. ever happened yet, where nobody's ever come up to me and went, I met... Daryl Williams, that was awesome. But that's what I'm saying. Doesn't that give you motivation to reach yes. those levels? For me, when you yes. tell me that story, I I much rather gives me more drive to fucking be the person that somebody else is going to say, oh, can I take a picture with you? And it's going to change their lives. Because it is true. That does happen all the fucking time. I want those moments. Yeah. I want that where it's like, to you, this is a moment. To me, it's a Tuesday. Yeah. What's the first thing that most of these people ask of you when you say you want to do their show? Do you have a YouTube clip? Yep. Right? And not only that, a lot of people want to know that you're not only... Okay, you can be a comic and you're going to listen to somebody, you're going to listen to their words, but it's a whole different thing when you actually are seeing them doing this shit on stage. So if they're asking you for a YouTube clip and you're not sending them at least something that they can see, uh, chances are they're not going to put you on their fucking show, dude. Even though, like, the YouTube clip is not going to show them, like the audience laughing but they're it's gonna be able to hear them it, and they're yeah gonna be they're able gonna to see you performing and then some people they want to see you perform exactly. they don't want to just hear you perform yeah because yeah, they're gonna be like oh, this person's funny but do they fit my club does he look good exactly and unfortunately a lot of it does have to do with that it's like if you're right yeah are they gonna hire somebody that looks what daryl williams i thought this guy was gonna be black yeah exactly that's you know and uh, yeah exactly so they you already kind of pointed that out. You need to have video clips of you in order to send it. And well, I guarantee you, if you do that, you're going to be more successful getting these people to tell you, yeah. Maybe that's what I want to do these next couple of weeks is have you uh, videotape me and we can do some sets well, and then, I can post them on YouTube. Then fucking do that and then I'll, you can record me. I'll even have my, uh, I'll get my flip camera. Yep. And then have high definition. <laughs> like that. Can you play we'll... Snake on that? I don't know. 
I think you can play uh, Portland Trail, or what was the name of that? Oregon Trail? Oregon Trail, yeah. Yeah, or Tetris. I I think you can play that shit on those, yeah. Yeah, I would assume so. You know the fucked up part, though? It's super high definition. It's like the exact high definition we have on our iPhones or the fucking cameras. It's just a flip camera that's kind of old. But Have you heard of Ari Shafir? He's he's, uh, making a movement to go back. To uh, flip phones instead of a uh, you know smartphone. No, no, but I'm all for it. He has this like big like article on like BBC America or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Talking about like yeah, like fuck the smartphone. Like humans are like getting too consumed yeah. with uh, you know internet and shit like that. Like we just need to go back to like flip phones. I completely agree. And it, are you calling are... and texting and that's it. Yeah, you watched Breaking Bad. Yeah, of course. They all have flip phones. Yeah. Right? And at the end of the day, smartphones do consume too much of your fucking day, bro. I'll be completely honest. When you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you do? Yeah, you check you your, phone. your phone. Yeah. Okay, and then when you go to the bathroom... And you try to say, like, oh, do? I'm not I'm not doing, like, social media. I'm just checking to see if I have any, like, you know, emergency texts. And you're like, yeah, yeah right, That's bullshit. That's you go through your notifications. You yeah. So, That's yeah. why you have Facebook open right now, yeah. right? If you go anywhere... How far, what's the furthest that your phone is away from you at all times? Never. A couple of, yeah, you're, you grab it, you walk out with it, you either have it in your pocket or you have it in your left hand while you're cooking with your right hand or doing whatever the fuck you're I've had people tell me, like, like, we've left the house and we've gone downstairs, like me and my girlfriend, and, you know, she was supposed to take her water, yeah. but she didn't take her water, and we, you know, get in the car, start driving, and we get to the point where, like, okay... We left the apartment, but I could go back. And she's like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't need my water that bad." Yeah. But if it was the phone, she'd be like, "Hell yeah, go back!" Oh, hell yeah. Like we can't leave without the phone. I'm pretty sure there's been people that live in fucking in Cincinnati that drive to Disneyland one fucking time, make it all the way to Anaheim, get their fucking hotel, realize that their phone is gone. And drive all the way fucking back to Cincinnati to get their phones back. Yeah. I can guarantee you that shit has happened at the very least one time. What does that What does that tell you about our shit on phones? I would totally agree. If we could, the only reason, the only thing that I love about this shit, I know you can record, I know you can video, I know you can take pictures. That's all fine and dandy, but we could do that shit with the camera before. Is I literally cannot live without music. Music is definitely a key. I, I cannot live without music, bro. Throughout my whole fucking day, all I listen to is either fucking Apple Music, Spotify, anything, dude. My music, which I have thousands of songs on this motherfucker, all I do is listen to music, bro, because uh, that shit makes me happy, dude. Like, like, right now, my favorite band and my favorite band since, like, 2001 has been Interpol. I don't know if you've listened to Interpol, but that's something... That uh, I fucking love, dude. And I go to their shows, and I do all this stuff. So without a, a day without music for me would be suicidal. That's how I think. It's definitely tough. And it's so interesting that, like, you know, before you had these things, before you could stream music and listen to it on the cheap and have it so accessible, you didn't think about it. You weren't like, oh, man, I need music all the time. Yeah, yeah. But as soon as you have it, then you're like, 
no, now I need it all the time. <laughs> yeah, it, it is something that me being depressed or having. Or that were shit, you like the disc man? Like, were you like I the one and a Walkman? Like, were you always listening to music, yeah. no matter what, Walkman, like whatever source it came Walkman from? Walkman to disc man to fucking MP3s. I did buy the second generation fucking iPod when it came out. But uh, yeah, it's something that's always been prevalent in my life. Dude, and without it, I would I would be completely fucking lost dude, without any music. I, I, I can guarantee I you that, yeah. I agree. Especially now that, like, yeah, it is so accessible. And it's so, like, part of your life. Like, yeah. it can so... Like, if you're in a bad mood, put on some music. You'll be in a good mood. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or at least you'll get some aggression out and, you know... Or vice versa. You're when in a I bad, go work out, good mood and yeah. you put in a song and you are in a better mood. When I, I want to go work out, what's the first thing I do? Change my playlist. When I'm depressed, what's the first thing I do? I start listening to fucking music that makes me happy. Any th- any mood that I'm at can instantly be enhanced with music, bro. There are Anything. those moments though where like you break up with a girlfriend and then you're and gonna you play all the sad some shit. Sad yeah, shit. yeah. My, you listen to Damien Rice or the Smiths or the fucking you know. Yeah. Elliot Smith. Have you ever listened to Beck? Uh, I think that yeah. song was Loser. Changes. Changes. Any of those. Uh, Not Loser. It was uh, Lost Cause. Yeah. Lost yeah, Cause. dude. That one. Any of that album is yeah. fucking just like, it's just one big like. That one, chicks. Dashboard Confessional. I don't yeah. know if you ever listened to some yes. Dashboard and yes. shit. So all that emo shit that was prevalent back. You, the crazy part is my daughter's all into emo right now, dude. It's fucking crazy because I have all those fucking albums and, and music that, that but was they're in way. it for a whole other reason yeah because a guy is cute or whatever the hell like my my kid loves right, the, the lead panic at the disco yeah. you know and it right, was, right. It was brendan yuri and that guy oh because he's cute she's oh my god yeah and you're like dude that guy isn't think singing about heartbreak no, or sorrow no, no dude he's fucking singing an, another pop hit exactly but no it wasn't the emo package i mean there was some songs back then. There was bands like Brand New, uh, Panic at the Disco, of course, Brendan Yuri. Sure, sure. You know, um, oh, fuck, was it was that other New Jersey band? Um, oh, like, like sang... Chemical Romance and no, shit like no, that. No, there's like... another New Jersey band. It was uh, shit. They had a they had a beef with uh, with uh, Brand New. They Not familiar s- with that. I'll let you know right now. You keep talking right now, and I'll let you know the <laughs> name of that band. There was only a way we could look up everything. Exactly, but uh, D, so what happened that day where the stuff happened and stuff? The stuff, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but on that note, I think we should actually end it. Dude, you mean we're not going 24 no, straight we're hours going. I think this of this enough. comic's life? I think this is enough. Dumb, yeah. All right, the guys. Daryl. So, uh, thank you for all uh, tuning in. Definitely uh, check us out on uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all the social media. Uh, throw out your social media links. Follow me at Toner Charmer on Facebook, Toner Charmer One on Twitter because someone stole my name. I fucking loathe that person who stole my Toner Charmer name. But yeah, just Toner Charmer all across the board on fucking social media. There you go, and uh, check me out wherever you uh, normally check me out. Also, before we wrap this up, guys, I want to tell you quickly about Wednesday, September 14th. I'm going to be at the Doll Hut at 8 p.m. It's only going to be 5 bucks. It's the Red Gorilla Funhouse. It's going to be great. It's going to be a bunch of comics as well as myself all telling jokes, all doing everything that we love, as well as there's going to be an open mic right afterwards. So definitely check that out. And I want to thank... 
Jose Juan Pasos. Definitely check him out over on Facebook and see him wherever you see comedy. And tune in next week with a whole lot more uh, open mic sets as well as me doing what I do best, which is not much. Hey, Daryl, but I tune into you through your bathroom mirror every morning. <laughs> oh, shit, like a Candyman thing? In the morning. Oh, I mean, was that too creepy? I'm sorry, bro. Uh, I don't know if that was too creepy, but that's how I check you I out in the morning. I won't say your name three times. Exactly, yes. And please, you should get that mole on the small of your back checked out. <laughs> I know you haven't seen it, but... I will, I, I, I will, please, I will. Please check it out, bro. I don't want to ask all right, guys, thanks again, and uh, definitely check me out week to week, new episodes every Monday, right here on This Comics Life. All right. Take it easy. Sits in the shade of green. Tell me, is that what you Say move ahead A good someone please explain to me Your ever-present lack of speed Are your muscles bound by ropes? Or do crutches cloud your day? Uh-oh, my sources say